Hey, crime junkies. Welcome to Human Wreckage, the show that covers all murder cases solved and unsolved across the U.S. I'm Madison. In today's episode, we will be discussing the gruesome and seemingly unnecessary murder of Blake and Mary Jo Hadley by their son, Tyler Hadley. We will review the ins and outs of the events that occurred on that day of the attack itself, as well as discussing the timing Tyler put into literally planning his parents' death. Be sure to listen closely for all the details and hear about a sneak peek into my next episode. A little background on the parents and their son. Tyler was a 17-year-old kid who attended Port St. Lucie High School and was reportedly not a very popular student. Growing up, Tyler and his parents were actually very close, but in recent years, something had changed in their relationship due to his behavior toward them. He had been charged with petty crimes in recent years, like aggravated battery for getting in a fight at a friend's house and burglary, where only his phone was confiscated and he spent two weeks under house arrest. A month before the party, Tyler was sent to a mental health clinic by his mom. Tyler had come home drunk and urinated on his friend's bed. When his mom was questioned on whether or not she believed Tyler would hurt her, she responded telling them that she was afraid he would kill himself. Nothing serious enough or concerning enough in his history or actions of offenses to believe that murder would be his next charge. Tyler had been telling everyone at school all week that his parents were going to be out of town for the weekend and he was having a party. But being that he wasn't very popular, no one believed him. On July 16, 2011, a Saturday, Tyler had messaged his friend Antonio saying he was trying to have a party. The conversation was through Facebook and lasted roughly five minutes from 11.25 to 11.30 a.m. Around 1.15 p.m. the same afternoon, he posted to his Facebook wall, having a party tonight, dot, 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 maybe. Around 5 p.m. the same evening, July 16, 2011, Tyler took a few ecstasy pills and proceeded to go kill his mother, who was working on their computer at home. He chose to beat her to death with a hammer. And when his father came running to his wife's screams, Tyler then beat his dad to death with the same hammer and casually cleaned up the blood, hid their bodies in the master bedroom, and hosted a party. The party started around 11.30 p.m. that evening, when only a few people from Tyler's school showed up. A few people reported Tyler being on ecstasy and acting very anxious. He kept telling people to be careful and not to smoke because it was his parents' house. By midnight, there were roughly 100 people at Tyler's house. At this point, a few of them had started to notice a sweaty smell and stains around the house, which I'm sure for a house party, stains around the house aren't unusual unless it leaves the smell of a decaying body behind. Apparently, throughout the evening and as the party started to die down, Tyler was having conversations saying he just wanted to have fun before he left and he was going away for 60 years because he did something bad. During that evening, Tyler did fully confessed the truth to one person, his best friend, Michael Mandel. At first, Michael didn't believe him. Tyler showed the garage and the master bedroom, admitting what he had done to his parents and how he dragged their corpses to the master bedroom when he was done. He told Michael that he buried his parents under a pile of broken dishes, shattered glass, bloody towels, pillowcases, a coffee table, books, a mop, wipes, and a canister of coffee grounds, stating it took only three hours to clean up the mess. Around 2 a.m., everyone except Michael had left, mainly due to the fact that police showed up for a noise complaint. But Tyler was acting really anxious and on edge at this point and wanted everyone out of the house. 
The strange thing was he kept telling people that he was going to have another party and even posted on their Facebook wall, party at my house again, hit me up at 4.40 a.m. The police showed up to Tyler's house at 4.32 a.m. and parked across the street to observe. Tyler apparently had a disturbing look on his face while he paced back and forth across the house. The police decided to ring the doorbell and knock. Tyler didn't answer right away. So the police continued to knock and ring the doorbell until Tyler came. When Tyler finally answered the door, the police took him outside and tried to enter the house. Tyler's pupils were huge as he was yelling at the police, don't go in there. Eventually, the police enter the home and make their way to the lockmaster bedroom. Upon finally opening it and entering the room, they find streaks of blood on the headboard and frame. At this point, Tyler is arrested for murdering both of his parents. His brother, Ryan, went down to visit him to get answers. There was a lot of speculation and Tyler made many false accusations as well as curated many lies about his parents, mostly about his dad. Some of his friends said Tyler was under a lot of pressure and that his dad wasn't his real dad, also indicating that it was the drugs. The officer did search the Hadley home only to find prescription medications for anxiety and depression. Clearly, those medications were no longer working for Tyler, and he should have had a reevaluation from a psychiatrist. Unfortunately, this change in behavior was not taken seriously enough for investigation by his parents, and they ended up paying the price with their lives. While in jail, Tyler had disclosed to another inmate that he planned the murder three weeks before it happened, also stating to the inmate, you should have come to the party. It was awesome. In 2014, Tyler was sentenced to life in prison without parole as he was only 17 and could not receive the death penalty. In December of 2018, Tyler was resentenced to life in prison with the possibility of parole. This story had a lot to unpack, a lot to wrap our minds around. But the one thing I will probably never be able to wrap my head around is the fact that Tyler killed his parents to throw a party. And there's quite literally no other reasoning or backstory for why he killed his parents other than to be able to throw a party. It seems like Tyler had a fairly good relationship with his parents, where if he had just asked them about throwing a party, they probably would have given him the okay. Tyler is clearly a disturbed individual with a warped mindset. It was proven that he was being medicated for anxiety and depression with two different forms of pills, which means it is absolutely largely possible that with his adolescent mindset going through puberty, the dosage of the medication had stopped working for his needs. It is also very possible that when he was treated by the psychiatrist, he was misdiagnosed at the time. Anxiety and depression can be treated separately, but sometimes they can be included in the diagnosis of one issue like schizophrenia or bipolar disorder. Oftentimes, when adolescents are diagnosed with a mental deficiency, they are misdiagnosed due to the fact that their mind itself is still developing. If adolescents are diagnosed and medicated, they should be reevaluated at least once a year and have their doses redetermined. Personally, I believe Tyler is a narcissist who believes he can do whatever he wants and get away with it. I don't think he feels any remorse for what he's done and the lives that he cost. I truly hope that he spends his life in prison so he can no longer place any harm on innocent lives. Thanks for joining me on this episode. I hope you enjoyed listening into my stories, and I hope you'll return for my next episode where we'll dive into more solved and unsolved murder cases across the U.S., like Robert Picton, also known as Pork Chop Rob. <laughs>